0: Welcome everyone to Junction City Podcast. I'm Dan Martinez. With us tonight, we have a special guest, Meg. Uh, As always, we've got uh, John Miles. Hi. Uh, Shane Forster's back from vacation. Hello. Ten and looks like he's gained a little weight, but uh, whatever. Oh yeah. All that that, that,
1: that Hawaiian sweet bread. And
0: and, and Kobe's in the uh, Kobe's in the control room in the side room today.
1: Yeah. How are you?
0: All right, on today's show, uh, some cracks in the Republican armor. Um, I say gondola, you say gondola. Let's call the whole thing off. (laughs) Uh, But first, what have y'all been up to? Right? Uh, We can start with you, John. Uh,
2: Well, I've just been uh, (laughs) still finishing that basement and I've been watching Arrested Development season five. That's about it.
1: Is it good? Oh man, it's great. Tolerous.
2: Yeah. If you if you jumped off on season four, jump back on for season five. All right. So I'd
3: have to say, just from those two clues, that you might be a little behind on the basement.
2: No. Oh, oh okay. no, I do them concurrent. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 the basement's poorly done. <laughs> Take as, that. How, how, as a wife, how long just so long as something's on? done. You know what? The basement. There was like a whole bunch of work in September, and then nothing until yeah. two weeks ago. But man, now I'm cooking. Man, I got a bathroom that's about 60% done for the last eight months. (laughs) Yeah crushing it's, it it's time
3: uh well mostly my kids have had the flu because um. i vaccinate my children
1: Ooh, shot um, across the bow but they all <laughs> caught
3: the flu and literally that's what i've been doing for the last week and so i really want to smother them with a pillow
0: but <laughs> you go to
3: <laughs> prison for that so i'm letting them live that's my week
0: anyway kobe what are you been up to <laughs>
1: Uh, so our family went up to Boise last weekend for the Big Sky Tournament, watched the Wildcats take on the rival. Yeah. And get did trounced. You, Montana. Did you go to Montana.
4: Montana. Did you yeah. drive up, up on Montana. that
1: day for that game? No, we drove up on Thursday, and we yeah. got to Boise like an hour before the game against Portland State. So we just got there. Uh, we won that game. That was fun. I made this awesome sign because I don't know if you guys saw in the Standard Examiner, Brett Hein wrote a piece about how it was the 20th anniversary of the Wildcats beating North Carolina in the first round of the I was NCAA. there. Tournament 99
4: in Seattle. I was there,
1: yeah. And so, uh, so I made a sign that said, We want the heels (laughs) because I was gonna make it say, We want Bama, but I was like, No, no one will get it. Like we gotta, we gotta get something better here. Yeah, that's been awesome. So, so I when I've
3: done the women marches, I've spent hours thinking about what I'm gonna write on my sign. But I think it's important that you figured out what to write on your
1: basketball <laughs> right. sign. Yeah, makes a big difference. <laughs> so we want the heels, and I came back with a cold. <laughs> but so. no, but no, you oh, should spend more time, time on, on that Idaho cold. basketball <laughs> sign. Bama, yeah. Bama, so. That's what we did. So wait, we were lost. Yeah, we lost to Montana. We got beat pretty bad. I mean, yeah. Montana was. Oh, a, those
3: damn Canadians! Yeah, they
1: were a good team. But Seriously,
0: I, just take them already. No. They Just beat us. Canadians just take them. Show
4: up. Well, and so we didn't show up at all. We got our asses handed to us in that game.
1: Yeah, we were down at one point by like 38 points. Like yeah. there was no life. But yeah. it was a good
3: season because mm. I yeah, well I okay heard season. about it. It's
2: our worst season. That's like, how I. Oh, okay. Because usually like if I've heard about it. Right.
3: Then I'm like, I've also heard. Really
2: well. Utah State in some kind of March yes, Madness thing? Yes, they are. Number Utah State is some good. kind of March Madness thing, Number you know, six seed. I read six words
0: at the top of an article. Eight. Good job, John. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, they won. That. They're yeah. a what seed? They're in the, they're in the eight. eight they're, they're in the eight seed, right? They're in the, they're they're in the
2: 8 Terrific.
1: Yeah. yeah. They got to play um, Washington. Mm-hmm. UW. That'd that's be a good game. That's a
4: good matchup. Yeah.
1: yeah. It'll be a good game. I think they can win it. I, I checked out some stuff today, and they were like, oh, no, Washington's going to beat them. was like, are they like don't favor the Pac 12? The Pac 12 will always let you down, yeah. Like, <laughs> those guys are absolute choke artists. So, nah, man, all
0: right, we got to jump off that top. <laughs> <quick.
2: laughs> Look at this guy! Yeah, I know he doesn't he want to like, talk basketball.
0: John, I know it's gonna happen. Here. I'm done. Every
4: time sports comes up, John gets pissed. Well, that's funny
0: because <laughs> my weekend was full of basketball as well. Oh, good, yeah. No, I was just coaching. How was Pocatello? Junior Pocatello jazz? basketball. Oh, no. Well, it was like seventh and eighth, no, sixth, it was all sixth grade, that's what it was. Fifth and sixth grade. Fifth, yeah. Well, we brought fourth graders, so oh, fourth, really? fifth, and sixth. That was fun. It was like nine games in like six hours of coaching, it was crazy but I'm glad it's over. Pizza parties they had fun. and ice cream? Yeah. Pizza parties and ice it's cream. It's amazing what kids swimming. can
3: do. You're and exhausted, and of... they probably went
0: home and uh-huh. Seriously. swam laps.
3: And you know? and
0: you know what? We were exhausted the last game. We were exhausted. We lost. Like, the other team, we had fourth and fifth graders, and the other team, they're just, like, bigger, stronger. They were all sixth grade, you know, sixth grade boys. And, like, me and the other coach, we were just kind of like, you know, this was a good run. We kind of knew that, that it was over, right? Because, like, we couldn't do anything because you can't coach kids to be um Tall. You know, older or taller, right? You can't, you just can't, yeah. right? And so we're just, you know, we're trying to t- keep the kids, positive. you know, posi- exactly, positive. Exactly. Because you have not make it a
3: good experience. It right, can't just to right. focus on the lose. Otherwise, and was, when they are bigger and taller, but like, they're not We playing. There's,
0: there's like, there are some, they're just, Some parents that. Yes. They get crazy, man. Some parents just get crazy Mm -hmm. and. Ruined everything. Ruined everything. Well, they didn't, so ru- they didn't ruin everything. They didn't ruin everything. It was still a great weekend.
3: This crazy I- video just came out on a Dad who is a wrestling coach, and I can't I can't remember which state it is, but it's called Angle Elite Wrestling, and the video just came out of his son losing. He literally chokes his son <gasps> out. Yes, there's a it just came out today. A parent recorded it. He chokes his son out because he lost the wrestling match. Uh, and so today that dad released a thing on his site, um, Angle Elite Wrestling, um, saying, oh, I, I really screwed up. I was really just trying to calm him down, but it it went wrong. <laughs> Going, at what point are you calming someone down by putting your hands around their neck?
2: Wait, so he's a wrestling coach?
0: He has like but a wrestling gym? But it's also his
3: child, Yes. Yeah. Right, so he right. has, oh he's a coach, but it's also my. his child, from mm, what I understand. I and the well, video is just astounding.
0: I'd have to watch the video. I mean, was it a Good move? wrestler. Like, how was his technique? <laughs> yeah. What was, that? was what was he using? Like technique? a rear naked? Yeah. Was he re- using a rear naked?
3: Um, I think it's called the the Wait, typical. What? Sh-
0: what was it? You know, what was it? The Homer Simpson?
3: Yeah. Yes. The Homer Simpson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Except this child, when he released, didn't like hey. go. Oh, dad! This one just hit the ground. He fell so, down. Yeah. <laughs> what was
0: it? Elite angle. Elite oh. wrestling. Well, on Thursday, well, last Thursday, uh, a dozen Republicans, including our very own.
1: Mike Romney, Lee, Ma- Ra- Mike Romney Mike and
5: Mitt
0: Lee. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> They're interchangeable. Mike Lee and Mitt Romney, Uncle Mitt, uh, joined Senate de- Democrats on uh, March 14th to overturn President Trump's declaration of a national emergency at the southwestern border, arguing that the president had exceeded his powers in trying to build a border wall over Congress's objections.
3: That's called analytical thought, folks. Instead of going, I like that idea, let's do it. They probably thought, well, if we give him this power, what happens to the next him or her that is elected into office? Did they uh, Mm.
4: say why they did it? Because Mike Lee's always different on why he votes no. Right. So his. I thought he his dude, out you always college. are like, yeah,
0: his, "Oh man, I'm like, glad that we're on the same page," but I don't think that we're on the same yeah, page right. for the <laughs> right M- reason. Right M- Mitt Romney right. was probably I'm like, "This is fucking already. stupid." Yeah. Right. And Mike Lee was probably
4: more like. Well, the everybody wants it. So this, this I This is what the law says, and I'm going to We should declare the law, two emergencies. Right?
2: <laughs> There's no <laughs> that,
3: yes, He
5: that's didn't
4: think right. about it at
2: all. Mike it didn't
3: later. go far enough. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, I yeah want that's a new why. Yeah, double yeah. red emergency. Yeah,
1: yeah. This double secret probation. Should that's what just he wants. He get to
3: do whatever he wants whenever.
2: <laughs> Let's just end democracy.
3: No, I think that's what I find interesting about Mitt Romney is he's not always willing to play ball with the people that you think he's going to, but that's the problem is he is so damn unpredictable. Right. So now you're going, Oh, mint might be on our side. Mint might, you know, and yeah. then he'll do something really stupid next time. so you just don't know which direction. Right. I agree.
2: It's true. He's getting a lot of, uh, liberal love right now, I think in the state. And I mean, some of it's deserved to be fair, but, uh, yeah, he's not as well. As Massachusetts
3: great. is where he's from, huh? Somehow he's <laughs> here in Utah, but it's a liberal state, and they loved him there,
1: right? So. It's true. Well, so my big thing with this is that, like, okay, so. Both Mike Lee and Mitt Romney vote for the resolution against Trump's national emergency declaration. And, you know, the the thing that like rankles in the back of my mind is like, well, wait a minute. Mitch McConnell. And we've talked about this on this podcast about what a conniving guy Mitch McConnell is. Right. Like he is only going to bring things to the Senate floor that... Are going to it's either CYA or he knows it's gonna fail right and in in my opinion this is CYA because he knows that there's an election next year and he needs to give some of the moderate Republicans who are gonna be up for election some cover so he goes and says okay we're gonna bring this to the floor but we can't screw Trump over either so what we're gonna do is we're gonna bring it up to the floor all the Democrats are gonna vote for the for the resolution against right and then some of the republicans who are up for re-election next year they can vote for it people like susan collins and uh, and folks like that right they can vote for the resolution against and then they can go back to their constituents and say well i voted against it and then they're going to take this like fatalist approach and say well but then you know trump vetoed and you know that's that's just what that's the as good as we could get you know and it's like that's such a garbage like you guys could go and get the votes if you truly cared about the constitution and you truly cared about this issue you could go and get the votes to make sure that you know Trump, Trump's veto gets overridden, so that this doesn't happen. But they don't care about that. They don't actually care about the Constitution. What they care about is, well, so long as it looks like we tried to stop it, and you know, we just had to, you know, we just we just got outmanned. You know, that's but just one. But then what you're
3: giving is. his party a lot more credit, and those that are voting. I don't think people that are for the wall or for any type of. Complete barrier between, uh, you know, other countries and our own are doing it. Are are thinking, oh, well, the Constitution? No, they're thinking, I don't like people of color, build the wall. And so Mitch McConnell knows that. The basic voter isn't thinking, oh, you know, how 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 do we protect the Constitution. I don't know if I'm saying this well enough. I, I think you're giving too much credit to the conservative voters, to well, be honest.
1: Well, but my thing is, this vote is not for the conservative voter. This vote is for the independent who they're trying to convince to vote for their person. Because like I said, we're talking about moderate Republicans who are in vulnerable states in 2020. So people who are not hardline conservatives, right, who do not have a lockup on a seat, they've got to convince the independent voter to vote for them next year, and so it's CYA. Because they can go back and say, well, I tried, you know, I voted, I did the thing that I could do. But then, you know, when when it really comes down to brass tacks, they didn't actually care about stopping it.
2: I think you're right, but now I'm sitting here wondering, then what was Lee's or
0: Romney's motivation? Because they're not in moderate state. So, sure. uh, Lee says on the Senate floor, uh, in... This is not about the president, this is not about my disagreement with or disapproval of the president or his approach to border security or his approach to build a barrier along our southern border. I think all those things need to happen. But this law, Mr. President, is wrong. It's not President Trump's fault, it's Congress's fault.
2: Mike oh, Lee. got to be kidding! No, no Lee Mike
4: said. Lee thinks that he knows the law better than anybody in the world. Yeah, he right? bet he does. He <laughs> wants does. to be on the Supreme Court. He does. Oh yeah, he does. Right, and and, then, um, and all this, like every decision he makes, is setting himself up to maybe be on the Supreme Court someday. Right, so he feels like the law right now does not allow him to vote. Yes, on this issue. Mm-hmm.
0: And then so uh, Romney on the other hand says uh, this is vote That vo- is such a bullshit argument as a <laughs> it person totally is. who writes laws. Yeah. It's like, like it's like such that's like, an okay oh, thing
2: for a Supreme Court justice to say because their job is to interpret laws. But when your job is to write laws, that's total bullshit. Right. Right. BS. Well,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm with you. That's all. Okay.
2: Now okay, so That's what I'm saying. Every time Mike Lee speaks, (laughs) he sounds like a
0: Supreme Court justice. Right. And I think you're right. That's what he's angling for. Uh, As for Romney, he says this is a vote for the Constitution and for the balance of powers that is at its core for the executive branch to override a law passed by Congress would make it the ultimate power rather than a balancing power.
3: The precedent. Mm.
0: Sure. But I still think. There are all kinds of senators who would have
2: wanted to vote against this. I mean, anyways, vote against the emergency declaration. Why is it that the two Utah guys get to? I suppose what I'm wondering is, does this show that there is a split here in Utah, a different kind of Republican, and they fear that siding with Trump too much is a vulnerability here?
4: I don't don't think so.
2: It's because I feel like
4: 75% of them know it's wrong. The two here can do whatever they want because they're getting elected again. But there's all well, they can. They can be
3: especially when you're Mitt Romney,
4: right?
2: Mitt Romney can do whatever he wants. He can, <clears throat> uncle. He can do Mitt the right thing. <laughs> so, but, why, but that's exactly me. what Mitch he McConnell can, would be saying to him. You can do whatever you want. Help me out on this. You know, let one of these other guys who's in a politically vulnerable you're, you're situation. Right. I don't know.
4: I feel like Mitt's not that guy.
5: Mm.
4: But mm. you're right. You're right.
1: Yeah, and so I don't They're know. They're not like... party.
4: Mitch is not quite a party guy. I mean, he,
3: he hasn't had to be yet D- on, on Tuesdays or like Thursdays. he said he could get voted in so easily. He hasn't yeah. had to play play ball That's yet. That's
2: true. He's never he's even he's Mm-mm. never been a legislator, so he really probably has no relationship with McConnell. Hmm. So I
1: don't know, man, like to answer your question, like bring this back to Utah. Why did the two Utah guys vote for this resolution when they know they're going to get reelected? Like, what's it? I think that it's it's money in the bank for the moral high ground down the road when the Trump train crashes. Right. Mm -hmm. They can go because I mean, to be fair. Agreed. You I mean. Trump's popularity among Mormons I just saw was like it's like one of the highest, you know, in the country, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, among among Mormon yeah, men it's like 60% or something yes. and among Shucks. Mormon Mormon women it's like 42%. Yeah. It is it is getting lower. No. No, no, no it's not. It's, it's not. No. Yeah. That's what's I weird. But what's going on? Cuz it was no. in the 80s right after the
4: election.
1: <laughs> Well, but here's my thing, and this is what I always say, is the reason that Mormons love Trump now and didn't love him during the primaries is because he's in office. And there's this dumb thing yes. in Utah oh, yeah. where, you know, you got to, you got to, yeah, exactly. You got to kiss the ring. Got the
3: dude. You got the authority. That's right. The well, general authority. Yeah,
1: well, now he's the president, so we have to support him. Like, no, we don't. Well, if you don't, like, you know, like that's, that's ingrained into yeah, but Utah you know, culture.
3: Utah has a real problem with race. And no, they
1: absolutely so, do.
0: What? Yeah, Have I know. you been to a
3: Utah Jazz game? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> When they say, boy, isn't a racial term, I'm going, like, really? Wow,
1: where do you live? Yeah.
3: So that's the other thing is Donald Trump is a racist.
1: <laughs> so, but I think that the point is that like, so for for Lee and Romney, why did they vote this way for this thing? The answer is so that later on when the Trump train crashes and he does get, you know, all of the political fallout and all of the lawsuits and all of the investigations come to a close and we find that this guy is as dirty as they come, that they can say, well, you know, I didn't I didn't support him. I, I voted against him there, you know, cuz they can see the writing on the wall and later when they come back to Utah they can say, "See, I did the right thing."
3: Well, and I definitely so it's, think it's
1: CYA. It's still CYA, man. Um all right. Well,
3: we all know Utah politics are really juicy.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> I've
2: never heard anybody yeah, Right. Use that the, the head of the state GOP stepped down today because it's too juicy. Is that right? Yeah, I did wow. not read that Yeah, it happened just this afternoon Oh, wow
3: That's what's the best Wait, about the sessions Is that all of this crazy stuff at the very end yeah, I mean, you got right. Sheldon Six Pack <laughs> Drunk You got the Who was the guy that was naked In hot a hot tub, tub
1: I don't remember but And then they applauded him
3: Yes, because he was so <laughs> brave Like,
1: like what? Wow, so so brave. brave
3: I was in a hot tub <laughs> with the 15-year-old naked
1: <gasps> And then I paid her off to oh, keep it 15. quiet But I can't do it anymore what a hero. He's brave. She is I can't, victimizing I can't him. can't pay me. her anymore? Yeah. What? You don't remember that? that was, how long ago was that, Meg? Like oh, three oh, years ago, four years it ago? It was
3: just the best. That was oh, also the year oh, I think Chris Butters about did now. the infamous quote. That was the best. Oh, I miss the good old days. <laughs> I miss the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, Utah GOP chairman says he won't seek another term.
2: Right, because... The nomination process is so heated, because basically that's where politics happens in this state. You know, you get the nomination, and then you coast through the general election.
1: Not for long.
2: That's right, buddy. We're working. That's right. That's what this is for. Yes, because our
0: referendums work so well in this state. That's right. Count my vote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Speaking of local politics, we should talk about the gun- gondola. Gondola? gondola? Oh. The- i dying to talk to about The this. gondola. I
3: would like it to be gone. <laughs> oh, Wait. boom.
0: Is it gondola? I feel like I'm saying it wrong. Gondola.
3: I think you have to be European yeah. to say it a certain way. Gondola.
2: Gondola.
0: It's gondola. gondola. Uh, gondola. That, no. That's worse? not really.
3: That's more of a. European. Yes, the gondola. James Coleman's uh, brainchild for Northern Utah.
0: Yeah, explain m- it. Yeah, explain who James explain. Coleman is. Yeah, yeah we, uh, so, I hear yeah. he's this cool dude.
3: He is a cool dude that wait, looks no, like Jeff Spicoli uh-huh. and wears uh-huh. white skinny jeans and. Yeah, says bra and calls himself a snow farmer i think he's a bullshit shoveler but right that's just me
1: so meg maybe tell us a little bit about you know james kind of his his, okay. his his background you know tell us maybe a little bit about mountain capital partners which now owns nordic valley T- give us a little bit of background on who these folks are oh, and, then we, and then we can go to kind of what it is they want to do okay yeah sure
3: so James Coleman came on the scene officially. We saw his face for the first time I, uh, July 10th. He strolled into North Ogden City Council meeting. That was and, just last year. Yep. Yeah, just last year. <laughs> so Coleman bought Nordic Valley. He's, I think, sorry. He's the seventh owner of Nordic. He bought it from Josh Richards, who had it before. Josh Richards
4: When was this sell?
3: Oh.
0: It was like 17. Last year,
3: April of 2017. Yeah. So yeah, oh. April of 2017. Okay. And it just oh. kind of went on as Is that when it was usual.
0: Wolf Mountain?
3: No, when Josh Richards had it it was Wolf Mountain and then when uh James Coleman came into the scene, he changed it back to Nordic,
1: which was oh. classically known as. Which is kind of one of his things when they bought um what was the the resort? It was Purgatory before Meg and then they bought um, it was like Durango Mountain Resort or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
3: he bought it and changed it, and to and then purgatory. changed it
1: back to Purgatory, yeah, right? That's exactly. kind of like his thing. And like this is what thing. it used to be. He says,
3: oh. "I'm saving these mom and pop resorts." Yeah. Oh, nice. And so that's what a good his. Guy. Yes, he's the Snow Farmer uh, from Austin. What a good so guy. <laughs> <laughs> he he bought it from Josh Richards when it was in trouble, and it sat quiet. And then he strolls into this city council meeting, and you know, North Ogden. It was a full council meeting because I believe they were talking about the infamous. Amphitheater and Hmm. North Ogden's big mess. If you don't know about that, Google North Ogden Amphitheater.
1: Maybe we'll do an episode on that one, too, because that's a whole thing.
3: Yeah. So he it was a really busy meeting as it was, but he comes in and he just starts telling us about this plan to annex Eden into North Ogden and build the world's third longest gondola over from North Ogden over to Eden. Yeah. So I immediately was like, oh, hell no. You know, we're not, I'm not having the world's third longest Well, talk gondola. about a bad
2: time to bring it up when everybody's all up in arms about the yes, amphitheater, precisely. which is a very similar community concern. Well,
3: we'll get to that little juicy tidbit. <laughs> um, so I started doing some digging on Coleman because when he presented, it was like an, "Oh shucks, I just like the skiing. Um, <laughs> so... I start digging, and he's from Austin. He is the son of one of the biggest real estate moguls in Texas. Ah. His father, James Henry Coleman, Sr., um, is known for building apartment complexes. And that's how they made their money. So James started his own business with his brother, and it was called Texas Capital Partners. And I about crapped my pants. Seriously, I'm on my white couch at home reading this. This is the description of Texas Capital Partners. Specializes in multifamily housing, condos, and ski area management. Right. The reason why I crap my pants is Coleman comes in and says, oh, no, we're not going to develop this mountain. We're going to keep it beautiful and pristine. And yet this man's M.O. is building apartments, building condos. And sure enough, you start looking, he's got six other resorts, and they are... Park City. And yeah. So North Ogden, Eden, he wants to put Park City on a mountain that has low elevation, 150 acres. Right. How do you do that?
2: So well, it is perfect so, for real estate development. So that's there the interesting. There would be a lot thing. of money in that. That's right. So yeah, you know, doing a little bit of research
1: on this, I found that. Um, so you know, he bought Purgatory in 2015, um, and then it seems like maybe not long after that, they began working. And I think just last year, the city council up the, in in um, Durango, Colorado, where James makes his home, uh, they approved a hotel on the on the slope side of the. Of the thing, so people could just kind of ski to their hotel, right? And everyone in Durango's like, oh, this is great. You know, there's going to be all this meeting space. This is just what we need, right? So this is development, right? This is the thing that, you know, he's saying, oh, well, we're not going to do that at Nordic Valley, though. And we're I think gonna, there's well,
3: just a vast difference between, you know, Durango, Colorado. When you hear that, it connotates skiing, right? You, sure. Does it? Oh, heck yeah. I mean, I thought it
2: was the desert. I thought it was down Mesa Verde. <clears throat>
0: yeah, I I no, think of Durango, Doug, like Doug Funny.
3: No, no, what? you guys might need to take a is. little road trip. Right. It's a beautiful mountain and it was already established. Yeah. A lot of the mm-hmm. building around it. Okay. You go up to Eden and there's no, there's nothing like that there.
5: Right.
2: And
3: so what he's doing is he's coming into a clear area and looking to change it. Whereas Durango and Purgatory, it was already established.
2: Well, right. Well, and it, so I, they
3: love it in uh, Durango. Oh, they do. Yes, uh, he's got a lot of support in yes. for Purgatory.
4: Mm-hmm. So but my, Purgatory
3: so, is skiable.
4: So let's get this Nordic. Uh, right is not. So if the gondola goes in, where do these multi-housing? Or condos or timeshares and all you that asked. stuff. Where do they go?
3: I'm glad you asked. Okay, so when he appeared before the North Ogden City Council, which you can check that out on YouTube, um, July 12th of 2018.
2: He just shows up like unannounced?
3: Yep. I mean, I'm Speaks sure... Speaks during community. Uh huh, during open comment.
2: Huh. Is
0: this North Ogden, right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> so he gets up there and they start talking about annexation. And, uh, you know, the reason why, Shane, is because currently the way the Ogden Valley Planning Commission works is you have to have a certain amount of land before you can build on it. They don't allow high-density housing in the Ogden Valley development, so Eden, Liberty, that area. Why? Where do they allow? Because that's they want to keep that open... Mm-hmm still so whereas North Ogden you know you can build high density you got a lot of developers hungry to put that in for this housing shortage and so why wouldn't you annex into a city that will allow it Mm -hmm. now as time has gone on Coleman held a whole bunch of meetings uh, and said oh no we're fine with not annexing that was somebody else that told me that so he's changed his answer a lot But upon digging, upon finding out, um, James Coleman was courting some of our commissioners. Mm. Uh, He was courting and brought in by Brent Taylor uh, before he passed. And uh, Brent Taylor told him, this is from James Coleman's mouth to me, oh no, North Ogden will love this. North Ogden will want that building, they'll want all that stuff. And so he brought Coleman in Mm. and and didn't necessarily know that he was going to be Gone as long as he was, and then, of course, passing away, tragically. So, um, Coleman thought that he was coming into a city that was going to really love his idea. Hmm. And... We're waiting to see.
2: So he said Taylor even liked the idea of housing, building? Yes,
3: yes. Mm -hmm. You know, well, Brent Taylor was famous for saying um, rooftops bring business Mm. and in turn lower your taxes. I just have to tell you at last night's city council meeting in North Ogden, we're in a a boom right now in building, and they discussed raising our taxes. Mm. So I have to question the logic of if we build more, our taxes will be less. Right. Park City's got a really low tax base call. (laughs) So um, that's uh, uh, Coleman's general plan is he just let us in a little bit at a time. And then just a few months ago, if you go up to NordicValleyProject.com, I believe, he has released the entire plan. Uh Uh-huh. And essentially, what he wants to do is he wants to take 2,850 acres of publicly owned land right. and make it his ski resort. Right. He wants a cut, mountain. Yes, he wants mountain. the whole mountain and the other side. Right. So he can build, he can take trails, he wants to change designated roadless rules. And right. The biggest thing to me is James Coleman came out and said he doesn't believe in climate change.
1: <gasps> oh, he said so, that. So, yes. Wow. Uh,
3: he said that in a Standard Examiner article in August I believe Uh, doesn't believe in climate change and even if it is real it is not human-caused so when people have said you don't have the snow oh we've got the snow he'll say and climate change isn't real
1: but then but then explain you know that's that's so crazy because I mean because I read some articles from you know like
0: it was July 12th
3: yeah
1: So there, somebody from like Durango interviewed him and talked to him about you know the fact that they was buying up these you know (laughs) these these article or these ski resorts in the West and that maybe that wasn't the best long term plan because of climate change and the West was becoming drier and hotter Uh and he said no no you know he didn't outright say in those articles that you know he didn't believe in climate change but you know from what you know Meg is saying I guess it makes sense because he's you know he's long game right he's saying nah everything's gonna be fine but I think the thing that is interesting to me is that in some of the other articles I read, it talked about, um, there was an article talked about the tragedy of the ski industry and about how, I mean, a lot of the art, the, the resorts that he is, has purchased, like, like specifically they mentioned snow bowl down in Flagstaff, yeah, he saved it. they've, they have to, they had to make a lot of snow lately. And the way that they did that was they said, well, you know, cause we don't have a lot of water. Well, we'll just use wastewater to make the snow. And it's gonna be fine and it's you know it's green this is gonna be great but then they're saying well the problem with that though is that if you make snow out of wastewater what is the impact on the land because you don't know what's in that wastewater there could be random chemicals there could be all kinds of stuff in wastewater you know and you're spraying that on the mountain and you know they'll point out like well you know 80% of the of the snow that we make you you know is retained in the watershed so it's like yeah well
3: And there's no way to actually follow that. You know, that's his claim currently, because if he were to expand to the full 3,100 acres that he wants to do, um, he would not only have to buy water rights, but 90% of his snow would be um, man-made. And then he claims 80% comes back. But when you change the watershed, you don't know where it's going to go. You don't know where it's going to seep back into. And I mean, right now, his latest proposal was, since he doesn't have the water, is to start taking water from Pineview. So essentially build a pipeline on the bottom and put it over and use Pineview water. We've
4: got enough. That didn't go over well. Well, we don't know
3: how it's gone because... Uh, North Ogden City Council, who damn for sure, guys, knows what's going on, <laughs> but doesn't want to tell us. We've got Gage Froer, who owns property up there and is a commissioner. Um, they're not telling us what's happening. You talk to the Forest Service, and James Coleman has only half applied for permits. Well, yeah. So they're really keeping everybody really in the dark.
2: I can't imagine how many moving parts there are. To me, it seems like. There's no way that he is on track to do all of these things. Just he doesn't even have
3: the money. He's right. Open. He does not have. It's projected to take, uh, seventy million dollars. He does not have the money.
2: Well, right. So how do you get it from the national government, the federal government? How do you get mm-hmm. it from the city, the county?
1: Yeah. So, so, so that's my question, Meg. so you know he he talks about I need to get a special use permit from the and and a forest amendment plan from the Forest Service. How would that actually work? Because that's a lot of land.
3: It is a lot of land, and there's a lot of. Issues as far as we've got designated roadless, and currently, this is the big, big thing happening right now. Uh, we've got Gary Herbert's office that came out and wants to change how Utah protects its Forest Service land. Mm. And so there's been a number of meetings held throughout the state. I've gone to a few of them where they want to make it. So we
2: stop doing it?
3: Yes. So we (laughs) put in our designated roadless. And that will play perfectly for Coleman, because right now, the land that he wants, he can't even touch, because it's designated roadless. Uh So if those laws and those rules change, it opens access to our mountain. Uh So currently, what he has to do is There, he puts the official permit into the Forest Service. The Forest Service then opens up a comment period for however long they want to do it, sometimes 30, 60, 90 days. If you don't speak up in that initial opening you can never speak again against that wow he has to hold 3 public meetings after he officially applies for a permit to speak in those meetings you must speak in that initial opening period wow. or you can never speak again
1: once that that you know kind of initial comment period you need to get you know you need to say something there then there are these at least minimum 3 public meetings that have to yes. happen you have to show up to those and make you know it known that hey we don't want this thing but you can only speak if you spoke before
3: if you spoke before in that opening that is opening insane That's an
1: insane rule. And so, okay, so then you go through that period, and then once that's over... How does this Forest Service make a decision?
3: The Forest Service makes a decision.
1: So they just say yes or no? Yes. And then what if you disagree with their decision?
3: That's tough.
1: There's no recourse.
3: There's no recourse. What? That's, that's how it goes. Holy
1: but then but
3: as Sean Harwood, he is our regional area. He is amazing. I have met him multiple times. He is an Ogden boy. Cool. He is an outdoorsy man. Um, as he's told us, it is very difficult. They don't take the decision lightly, especially when somebody's asking for $2,800 acres.
1: Yeah. Up from 140.
3: Yeah. And so he's asking for our mountain and our Trail access. And you know, being from Ogden and you've gone and hiked Waterfall Canyon, how fun is it to go on someone's private property to get oh, to go yeah. to that waterfall? That is what will happen if James Coleman gets this mountain.
5: Yeah. Well. Wow. It will become yeah, all those
2: private. Will yeah. stop That's being so public. Crazy. It will
3: be private. And they're doing that right now in Tabiona. <clears throat> uh, they decided oh, yeah. Yeah, they opened up the land Tabiona for drilling. Mountain. Yes, uh-huh. Tabby Mountain. They opened up for drilling and mining access and uh now that man has privatized the mountain and these people that have lived there for generations grazed horseback ride, all that, they can't go on it anymore. Right. It's now well, been privatized.
1: Yeah, and it, didn't a similar thing happen up in Sun Valley? Wasn't there a big a big thing where like some private company bought a bunch of public land and basically just closed it and said, It's yes. our land now, you can't come on here, it's trespassing. Huh. And so people, you know, native Idahoans were a little bit, you know, they were miffed by that. They were annoyed. That you know that, that they had sold this land, right? Because they couldn't use it anymore. The like, fact like, of the
3: matter is, Coleman isn't here because he wants to give Ogden and Eden a great skiing experience. Yeah, he'll he say wants that. To though. give the world, you're not going to spend your money there. The people that he's hoping will want to come and see the third longest gondola and all that stuff he doesn't give a shit about you
2: well and honestly i i really do not buy the i think the whole ski resort thing is a ruse you look at the map Mm -hmm. uh it doesn't make sense where he's got the lifts laid out like it doesn't really make sense as a ski resort it's what it makes sense and and the elevation being too low what you're saying colby about the future of ski resorts in the west because of global climate change what it is is You buy this mountain under the guise of making a ski resort. Then you decide that that's not going to be profitable. And, oh, I just have to build a bunch of houses up on top of this mountain. Which I just so happen to know how to do. Right.
3: Well, so here's the plan that has been proposed today. The... well, can oh. I ask?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, uh, what you were saying about uh, he petitions the Forest Service. Yeah. If they say that it can be bought, does it like go up for bid or anything, or does he just get it?
3: You know that I'm not entirely sure about, and I actually.
4: He I believe it. that. Like, say the Eden side. Yeah. Right. Does Eden control the housing, or does he get to do whatever he wants? It's his land. It's his land. So it's his. And yeah, depending
3: on where he annexes. Still on is
4: your it land to? now, you can't just build wherever you want in the uh, valley.
3: That's true. You have to change the zoning the zone, and things right. like that, and annex into. Because right now Eden is unincorporated, so. Uh,
1: same with Liberty, right? Yeah,
3: and Liberty's unincorporated. So they've said that if he does annex, threaten annex, they will incorporate so fast that there's no way that he'll oh, ever really? get that side. Those people up in that mountain, for the most part, are adamantly against oh, yeah. this because it will take their water and it will change their watershed.
1: Yeah, I wanted to point out that, so I read in the newspaper that Gage Froer is a partner in the Nordic Valley Land Association, which owns 50.5 acres directly east of Nordic Valley. Oh. And so since, you know, this was kind of a th- Thing during the election cycle last year, and you know, the Tim Vandenack from the Standard had kind of he had sent some some messages to you know now Commissioner Froer asking, you know, well, if you were to become the Commissioner, how would you handle this conflict of interest? Because the county is gonna have to have some say in this, right? And so, Meg, I wondered if you would, you know, if since you know, since the election, if Commissioner Froer had said anything about, you know, what might happen if you know it comes Not to that. a word. He hasn't said anything about the conflict of interest, huh? Now yeah. I gotta
3: tell you the interesting thing about Gage Froer what before he had officially taken a seat they had um, the Commission finally decided to hold a public meeting to talk about designated roadless which they under what Gary Herbert's office said they were required to do our county wasn't going to do it Wow many counties did not do it after a lot of pressure from people in Eden and uh, the Ogden Valley Planning Commission they did finally hold this and it was the most turnout I've ever seen at a county commission meeting, and let's not mention that it was at 6 p.m. at night instead of 10 a.m. But when public comment opened to discuss designated roadless, Gage Frower literally got up and left. Huh. He didn't even listen to the comments of oh, the wow. people he's going to be representing huh. in a, a month later.
1: Well, the people that he already represented,
2: right? I mean, yes, that's I mean, that true. And that was part it, of his uh, legislative yeah, district.
3: exactly. So he didn't even listen to that.
1: Well,
2: and was that initial... James Coleman came in 28 2018 or
3: 2017
2: 2018
3: 28 Seven ten 2018 I did okay. write it down but I should have read my notes
2: before July 2018
3: yeah so um, but the the rumor was that either Harvey or with uh, Ebert,
2: Ebert.
3: Uh, brought him oh, in oh or Gibson not Gibson, which uh, can I just point out a real quick conflict of interest? One of the big issues when the Forest Service decides and, and designated roads particularly, they bring in the DNR. Do we know who the deputy director of the DNR yes, is? Yes,
1: we do. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, we do.
3: That is Kerry Gibson. <laughs> yep. right. So Kerry Gibson will uh, have an opinion and allegedly, allegedly, uh, Gibson, Taylor, Um, Well, yeah, I discussed all of this as a way to expand Weber County, and then you see stories about, oh, Weber County's tourism is growing. uh Weber County's true. That was in the newspaper last week, right? That's going to be what what these commissioners are going to say. Oh, we're getting those tourist dollars.
1: But the thing was, they they noted that it wasn't ski tourism that was, you know, the big thing.
3: It's our outdoors.
1: Yeah, right. And
3: Coleman's big sell is all the trails he's going to put in on our mountain, and how you can take the gondola to the top on your mountain. Bike, yeah, and bike down it.
1: So, yeah, so I did. I know I read an article where he had done that in uh, Texas they had you know bought like an old ski resort similar deal something like this and they they purchased a lift system from new mexico brought it over to texas and it was pretty much just like the, and they they retrofitted it so that you could put your mountain bike on there and they would take you up I, I can't remember how many vertical feet it was it wasn't like super long time but like you'd sit on this you get off you get a ride down and it was kind of like a like a like a roller coaster right like you ride down this basin this does hill. that now yeah and so you could do that and so i would not be surprised in the least that he would say the same thing right because then revenue to that thing when there's no snow on the mountain, right? So,
3: in his August meeting, he Purgatory said, does it too. He said, when you take these, you know, the skiing, and sorry, this is kind of going back to the tourism dollars. Somebody asked him in one of the meetings, how many people are you expecting to come to Nordic? And he said 8 to 12,000 people daily.
2: <laughs> wow. 8 that's... to 12,000
3: people. Did somebody
2: say how many are you getting right now? Now, I'm going to tell you the <laughs> next
3: really dirty thing about this is the other person that brought James Coleman in was our our area representative Justin Fawson.
5: Uh-huh.
3: Justin Fossen had been flown in by James Coleman oh, to attend right. these North meetings from North Carolina, wow. that's right, from North Carolina that. to yeah. push the idea. Justin Fason got on North Ogden's website and told us that the gondola was going to go in where the community green dump is, and right. a convention center and underground uh, parking was going to go along the mountainside. Uh-huh. So this is something that's been planned, and now they're all going what? Right. So. That's dirty. Our representative was meeting with Rob Bishop to get this land for James Coleman three years before any of us knew anything about it. Is what I mean. So all I'm saying is this gondola that people are going, oh, it won't happen. Don't come at it from the perspective of this is gonna be a ski resort. Come at this from the perspective of this is a land deal for people that stand yeah. to make a lot of money.
2: Well, and so, Part of me is so
4: mad. So sorry are that. we against I'm not from North Ogden. It really sounds cool to me. Right. Oh, yeah. No. I, 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 no. <laughs> no, it no, does. no, no. no, no I, I'm no, with them no, on that. Hold I, on a second. I, I, so, where is I the... can see the trails, right? Getting people up in the mountains. A ski resort's going to suck, right? If there's some sort of condos or big tax revenue things, that seems okay to me. Uh huh. It's just how. The logistics. Because well, I can't lo- <clears throat> see how the
3: logistics... Where the hell are you going to get water?
1: That's okay. my biggest okay, thing okay, right so there. so it's environmental is, is, the water. is our problem. Where are you going to get water? Right, Because we've already had this fight with Powder Mountain Town, right? Where are they going to get the water? Right, you got to get water. And where it just, are you going to get, get the seems,
4: space? Everything just smells of greed, right? Like, it just... <laughs> It's how it's happening, too, is a big problem from what you guys are saying.
3: I definitely don't want Nordic to fail by any means. I can see you going to the top of the mountain, and that sounds great, but the fact remains that their top of the mountain is the bottom of Snow Basin. No,
4: that's what I mean. Yeah.
3: I, there's just It doesn't make sense that you... If you don't see this, that, you're not going to get trails. This m- motherfucker isn't like, I'm a trail. No, he is an apartment king. He's a condo no, king. No, you're right. Yeah. I see
4: mountain biking trails. There's not, I see hiking trails. See, I don't see skiing.
2: And like,
3: I love... I don't see that either. Because these people aren't going to want you and your smelly bike in their backyard of their so, condo. So that
4: is a problem. Well...
1: So one thing Is I— Mitt yeah.
3: Romney's Park City home. You think Mitt Romney wants your ass in his backyard? No,
1: no, no. no. <laughs> Those people don't want it. Well, that's well. I mean, and that's a good point, though, Meg. Like, I mean, to be honest, like, the kinds of people who would buy the kinds of condos that you know would eventually be built are those type of people right like the idea has been you know up in the Ogden Valley for a long time you know I think that Summit the Summit group is kind of in the same they were in the same vein right we're gonna build the new Park City and we're gonna sell homes to rich and famous people and that's what you know kind of the Summit series is all about up there right like we're gonna bring cool famous people in and they're gonna buy these homes that we're gonna build and your Jay-Z is gonna be your neighbor right he's gonna own this home
0: Jay-Z's not coming to Utah
1: well but it doesn't matter if he never comes if he owns the house, Mm -hmm. then you can tell that person, hey, yeah, that's that's Jay-Z's house. It doesn't matter if he never shows up. And what does that do? That increases the value and people buy and you you get a certain clientele that buys that. And so it's a good point where it's like, hey, man, are are they going to allow you to ride your mountain bike through their backyard?
3: And I have to say, no, he's not building this so people like us that live there can go on these trails. That's not why he's doing that. He wants money from anywhere else than from the folks in North Ogden.
2: Well, that's what makes me so mad about it is because at first I'm like totally on board with this. I like the economic growth I feel like it would bring. I love the environmental impact it could have. I like the idea of riding my bike to the trailhead and then riding up to the top of the mountain instead of driving a four wheel drive up every day. You know what I mean?
3: What happens when he builds it and he doesn't have the money?
2: Well, and as soon as you look what at his. What
3: happens when people aren't willing to fork over the dollars? I mean, we're in Utah, the land of the free. Literally, they want free things. They're right. not oh going God. to pay. That is so true. To go over a gondola.
2: Well, and already people are elitists about uh, the resorts they go to. Like they don't want to go to Nordic Valley. Some people will just never lower themselves to go there. I feel like.
3: I just, for me, I love the idea of trails. I do. And being able to go to the top of Coldwater Canyon, it would be beautiful. But I just don't see, when you look at his other resorts, that's what he's going to do. I mean, you look up all the other ones, it's not about the locals. It's not about you know making sure that they get these services. It's about bringing, I mean, otherwise, why are you putting in the world's third longest gondola? Right. Why is that what you want to do? So, but I, you, live, again, so, I live again, I live with a man this, who thinks it's fabulous. So. so,
2: how does this end up? Well, uh, who knows how it ends up? His I don't plan know. is well,
3: April 2020. He'd like to break ground for the gondola.
2: I think there's no way that's happening. No way. I, 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 don't I, know. I you know, I'm kind of well, with that's you, what John, I'm because saying. like, if it's going to
4: happen, and and it just you know bugs what? me that those people get. Rich off of us. I'm right? gonna move to Tremonton of if it
2: happens. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, it bugs me really bad. Like, has anybody ever hiked up to Malin's Basin? You ever hiked to Malin's yeah. Basin? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's like huge. It's it's far. It's it's a long, hard hike. You basically walk up the mountain, but you get there, and it's like the most beautiful place around here. And you know, they've been talking about building that gondola up to that for probably there used probably, to be, probably it, there used to be a
1: ago. lodge up there.
2: Yeah. In the right. It was a A long time ago. Yeah. And, and I hated that idea until I hiked up there and was like, this is an amazing place and I'd love to come up here all the time. And that's how I feel about this Nordic Valley thing is I would love mm-hmm. to go up there all the time and use it. It's honestly why I'm a liberal is because there should be somebody who's around here. You know, if if they could put that, if somebody could put the time in to plan that gondola so it doesn't mess with my trails, it just goes over top of them and then gets me to the business, and then I could just happily give that business my money. Money and it would kind of operate how it seems like capitalism is supposed with to work with his
3: three hotel or three restaurants he has planned.
2: Well, exactly. If it didn't Tell have me to how be that's this asshole, your
3: trails. three
0: hotels. If it didn't have to be this Cold money water maker, Coldwater Canyon where he but, wants to glade. But John, right. you, I, you can't. You no, no, <laughs> no, no, John. You can't have no. that. Why? Because that's what the how do you national park system is. S- slap the hand. No, who's going to pay for that? Well. My liberal
2: ass thinks the federal government can't. Socialism. Yeah, I do, too. Who this bad. That's oh. what I was
4: trying to get to, is hoping you guys were going to say, instead of them getting the money, this shit's going to happen eventually.
2: Right. What happened when so we found what, a bunch of really why the beautiful are arches are down in Moab?
3: I don't disagree with you, but the issue is, again, there is no water. Yeah. So if you want to build it, great. But how are you going to get water? We live in a fucking desert, and if climate change is real... There is no water. Do you remember the fires that burned down everything?
0: Well, that's true. I remember. I mean, I feel
3: like I'm this fearmonger. Pepperidge I do. I feel like numbers. I'm insane. I
0: do. I. Well, no, and people should
4: be talking about how crazy gonna it is. I'm not going to disagree. going like to a... happen, though, whether they have water or not.
1: No, well, because I, I don't think No, he doesn't
3: have the money yet. And I want to hurry and get to this just really quick about yeah. him meeting with the. Uh, not him, excuse me. Uh, the general manager of Nordic Valley met with the Ogden Rotary Club today. And oh, yeah. their plan uh, is. Uh, is they will have people fly into Salt Lake International take front runner to North Ogden then they'll have a special <laughs> UTA bus that would then take them to the gondola that would then take them to the top of the mountain wow and
2: uh, you're telling me this is going to you... finally get me North Ogden front runner service too
3: <laughs> pleasant Woo. view well, so what i'm I'll saying it. is it it just sounds like the logistics are not there That we're going to break ground in April 2020, but we don't have a plan. We don't know what is going on. Right. And that, to me, is terrifying. When you want to change the entire face of not only a city, but a mountain range.
1: Both
2: sides of that mountain. Yeah, that we don't know. I mean,
3: if you think about it, how many west-facing slopes are we skiing down? How many? None. Is
2: there any mountain on the Wasatch Front that is owned over the top of it? I can't think of a single one. Yes, it's all- my
3: great grandfather owns one. I'm very wealthy. I don't oh. know why the fuck I'm here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Meg, one thing I did want to end with uh, and ask about was in the initial. So in that first meeting and in the newspaper, it said originally that Coleman had proposed three to four hundred new housing units. And he he says, you know, you know, oh, it's all about the ski experience. And he says that often, you know, with a lot of his resorts. Um, but in the in the article it said, that's not what we're, you know, we're focused on right now. That's the next step. Those are the words that Tim Vandenek quoted him as saying. And so I wonder, you know, now that he's had this kind of feedback from the community, I mean, is that still actually part of the plan?
3: I I don't know.
1: Well the but website- I gotta tell
3: you, the community Every meeting that I went to, hundreds of people, mm. and to the point where he then had to hold one at Weber High, and then he had to hold another one after that. He held. He. I have to give Coleman credit for that. He did hold these public meetings where I just got to. Just I had a ball, mm. really razzing the hell out of him, and he took it with a great grain of salt. But um, the community, if you're for it, it's time to show up, folks, because every single time it's people against. I mean, I have people giving me money to make signs, more business cards that huh. say no gondola. I mean, there's quite, and, and I was telling these guys.
1: No gondola 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling
3: these guys, when I am on the side of people that are very conservative and very um, pretty, um, the antithesis to a lot of things that I believe. When we're on the same side it's pretty startling I mean those people up in Eden that have been there for generations and cattle farmers and, and, and their homes are, are right there literally at the bottom. We've got um, two ranches down there and Coleman is on their well all the water up there is on wells and he's on their water and so if he does expand he does do 90% snow making that's going to wipe him out So,
4: Mm. is there any hotels in this plan in North Ogden? Okay. I mean, that makes sense to me. Let me yeah. give
3: you this little juicy tidbit. Okay. Yeah. So, Coleman is like, no, we're not doing hotels. We're not doing hotels. And I don't know if you can tell that I'm a very level-headed woman, clearly. <laughs> no emotion here whatsoever. <laughs> um, so, I'm at the meeting at Weber High, and he's been saying, we're not going to do hotels. That convention center and the hotels, there was rumors that Marriott was going to build. I mean, all kinds of crazy rumors flying.
4: So, yeah. He's,
3: it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen.
4: By like toads, right?
3: No, the he the the proposed convention center is right there on Mountain Road, like
1: right by the right green by the green waste pit.
3: Yeah, it would take okay. that right there. So yeah, I look see if you to pull up a Google Maps for him so he can see. Okay. It's it's just not where you would build, especially because it's a floodplain. Anyway, <laughs> so we're not doing hotels. This is all about skiing. So at that meeting, he starts talking, and people are going, "Well, there's nowhere to park." up at Eden, mm-hmm. there's literally two acres that you can park at unless you count Gage Frower's Land, if you were that lady said that, way <laughs> to go and he goes, well all we'll do is we'll bus them from the hotels and I lost my shit in a room full of people and stood up, I thought there weren't going to be any hotels, you asshole, <laughs> I screamed, you are such a liar,
1: yeah, got busted
3: so I thought there weren't going to be any so if you look right here, you've I got mean, the mountain range right there. it only makes sense to me right if you're
4: there. doing a gondola from the north Ogden side. Why the hell are you doing that? Like, there would be hotels right there, right. and you would gondola up and go skiing yes. for the day right. and come back down. That's what that. There's homes the right here.
3: There's homes all along the range there. Up north here is owned by Randy Marriott. Not Marriott like the hotels, but 1T. Uh, uh, like
2: Marriott, Slaterville? Like, <laughs> yes. The poor so Marriott. He owns
3: up here, and oh, they're I putting see. in multi... Uh, he's wanting to change the um, change the zoning to put in multi-family housing and possible commercial.
1: Yeah, he's probably one of the His biggest landowners North in, Ogden. in the county. Yeah. Is
4: North Ogden in general against hotels?
3: I, I the can't people. speak for... Because some people love this idea, and I, I mean, that is a different... A, they
4: want to come down to Ogden if they want to see that. They don't want. To ha- they don't want that in North.
0: Ogden. I feel no, like North, North Ogden North a bedroom hate to have community. It's a bedroom a community. There. But again, what does that mean? A bedroom community
3: that you sleep in your bedroom and then go to work. You drive to wherever you need to go.
2: We
3: don't so, want your
2: dirty hotel rooms.
3: I, I live right here, so I live just right off of there. That's that's my joint. So my husband's like, well, our property values will skyrocket. I said, no, we live in a 1993 home. We're where the help lives. <laughs> the people that are gonna be making killer on their property values yeah, are right there, the on yeah, there on that. Yeah, they're up <laughs> there on the mountain range. So I don't know where you're thinking we're gonna be killing it on there. So there's just, right now, there's not a lot of space. Um, but the big-time developers, Orloff, what's his name? Orloff Ofkins? Opikins. Opikins. Why do I say Ofkins? I don't.
1: He's know. a R&O construction.
3: Uh, yeah. So he owns property all along there, fields, and I spoke with him
0: you live where I'm sorry just really, no, just, just a yeah. creeper
3: <laughs> Tremonton. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah soon enough so
3: he told soon me enough. the. so I was in that crazy North Ogden thing where there was the threat of a gun and they put us in lockdown oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff I was in there for that a
1: few weeks ago right
3: yeah and that's a whole nother where was that? Off story it
1: was at North Ogden the City. North
3: City Council meeting oh insanity oh so, I'm down at, in the basement with everyone else who's at this meeting, except for the council members. And we were the suspects. They patted us down, checked our phones, kept us in What's a Was it like a list.
1: game of Clue? It was. Oh, my God. Oh, it was like a game of Clue. And they
3: kept saying, is that a oh, bulge in awesome. your pocket? No. So, I talked <laughs> to Orla. John
1: Hamm?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Full circle. Show over.
1: <laughs> he told me that
3: he's spoken with James Coleman about development. He also does not believe in climate change.
1: Who is is this? or oh.
3: Orluff, okay. yep. So uh, there's going to be some big time development no matter what in North Ogden chain. I am not blind to that. I know that there's right. going to be changes. I know it. You can't have great grandpa's land and not do something with it. You're right. not going to be the farmer. I get that. Mm-hmm. My issue is right place, right time, and logistics.
2: Well, yeah. It's one thing to develop the farmland. It's a different thing to develop our damn mountain.
3: Yes. Mm. 2,800 Acres. I think that's just crazy. Of
2: publicly owned land. It's
3: crazy that much land.
2: People do not have the right idea about how they feel about this proposal until they look at the map of where they want it to be. So, where? So,
1: look at the map.
0: Yeah, yeah. Show me again where this is gonna be. Well, Up Nordic your Valley expansion. Around the corner. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Where is it gonna be? And where do I live? Um,
3: I'm okay with this. <laughs> this is, that is so true, and that's what I tell myself all the time. I'm like, you won't be completely screwed. Try to breathe. But I just, I hate this guy coming in here and telling us what we need to yeah, do and how no, we need to do it. No, that's shitty. And it just.
2: I think, he's, uh, I think he's aiming high and hoping to land somewhere in the right middle. I know. Right now, yeah. according
3: Orloff... Oh, Pykins?
2: There you go. I almost uh, called him
3: Ofkins again. He also told me in that meeting that Coleman doesn't have the money yet. Yeah. So, if he's breaking ground I mean, in April 2020, run.
2: Him. Yeah.
3: Well, that and he doesn't have the Forest Service approval yet.
2: I know. But he it, hasn't
3: put the official permit in probably because he doesn't have the money. Right. So. Not happening. And he doesn't have the designated road list. You literally cannot have roads to build and put in towers for a gondola. You he doesn't have that. So if you guys don't like the idea of this, please, please, please get in contact with Sean Harwood at the Forest Service. He is going to make this final decision. He, mm. is, he is the man to Do decide Do you think people this. should
2: get in touch with him before, like, a public... Hell yeah. He yeah. said
3: the more people are boisterous, they don't forget that this is happening. Sean Har- Harwood. Yeah, we Harwood. can put
0: it in the show notes, too, on Sean the website. Sean Harwood.
3: Um, How yeah. would
0: they get in touch with him?
3: He has a direct phone number that, like, it goes directly to him. He has... Like him, the Harwood most, yeah, He service. has the most <laughs> kick ass job there is. Like I'll call and they're like, Oh, he's out on the land, checking stuff out. and going, Goll, that's the job to have where you're
2: <laughs> Yeah. He's not
3: in the office today. He's is out. Is he like
2: riding a horse around? I don't know, he
3: looks really manly.
2: Yeah, does he's... he wear a cowboy hat? Or no, is he like the brawny like, man from the
1: brawny But before they made him clean shaven, right? <laughs> he, no. no he's you haven't really... seen the brawny man? He's clean shaven now. No, what? Has... It's oh, terrible. Right. What? Absolutely terrible.
0: No way. Yeah, it's terrible. Now i got to Google it. How's the brawny man clean shape? Exactly. He's not a man.
3: That's the thing with the gondola. Whether you're for it or against it, it would be fabulous to have people be involved. Because as you can see, there are so many angles to it. And you can see how maybe it'll be a great thing. Maybe it'll be a bad thing. But people got to turn out to talk about it. Mm. I am shocked by how many people still don't know that this gondola is being proposed and the fact that one of our county commissioners is a landowner in that area right I mean when you go have you guys been on the site where you can look at parcels of land and who owns it
2: no I want to know it's
3: fabulous so you can go on and hover over it and it tells you who owns the land I want that now huge parcels of land that you still don't know who owns it. It'll say, you know, R yeah, and Co. Yeah, R and Co. And so you... then you're like, well, who's R and Co. Or so who knows who owns what. So
2: it's just a name. It's not like well, some can...
3: of them are names and some of them are family trusts, but some of them are these corporations that you
1: yeah, you can idea. just set up a shell corp and just say, yep, that, the corporation owns the land. So show up to your city council meetings because you never know who's going to show up.
3: <sighs> yes. Well,
2: I just decided I'm going to start going to city council. I'm going to well, see you there. A,
3: I mean we had a threatened shooting John you've been
0: on these and you haven't even
2: been to a city council meeting I went to one planning commission Oh. So I can't
1: judge cuz I haven't been either. I just watch him on, on YouTube. I watch him on YouTube. Come Clinton on.
0: City every Tuesday and third No, every what are you, every are you even talking second about. second and third Tuesday with Mayor, City. with Mayor Adams. With Adams. He's such a cute he guy. He's one of those guys that shaved his mustache Do you know what I was his like, platform I was like I know this guy. His
3: platform was common sense for Clinton City when I was a kid and I had a t-shirt that said it I went to high school with his daughter. Nice. Yeah, Mitch Adams. There you go. Whoa. He's
0: been there that long. He's
3: been there that long. Yeah. You know what?
0: This is a good segue up uh, into the, our gripe session. All you don't right. even like support the people on you. That's my gripe. Don't. Kobe don't even like don't. come out and help, I a, go to help a brother out. I, I go to, toads. Yeah, I go to toads. <laughs> <F> <laughs> off, John. Take that, dick. <laughs> good. You know what? They only play two games. John, what's your gripe? I don't. Oh, oh, oh. You go got a gripe. legitimate anger. Oh, man. I got it. What's I, your beef? Okay.
2: I know that the term Trump derangement syndrome was made up to make me mad and I'm fine with that and it's working it is it is working so when Trump does something really shitty like have his new budget proposal where for federal employees he wants to change the pay scale he wants to change how we get leave he wants to change our retirement he just wants to change it all that's not gonna help me <laughs> But anyways, and so then I want to go out and say that this president is a terrible president who doesn't care about the people, and they just want to play it off like, I, you know, it's just that I hate Trump, and it makes me mad. So I just hate that. But what I hate about it is that Republicans always get to just, it's like they cover their ears and go, la, 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 like, I don't have to hear you anymore. Whatever you're saying is just that liberal shit or whatever, and I just don't have to hear it, and it just makes me incredibly mad. How mad does it make you? How mad? <laughs> like I'm just gonna start ranting
0: for a I while, do love that. and then I I'm do gonna stop Trump and look around.
3: Derangement syndrome. Oh. So TDS. Uh-huh. Okay, I like that.
0: TDS. I you didn't like know it. that was a thing. I actually didn't know that. You haven't heard that? I have oh, not yeah, heard mad. that.
2: It's no. the new like. It's better yeah. than
0: calling you a snowflake. I get called that all the time. I was just gonna time. say the new. Oh. Yeah. Snowflake. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Hate it. So the same thing as being triggered. Well, no. Different.
3: i be done with that too.
0: <laughs> I mean I did get triggered. <sighs> yeah, just right there. For yeah, a minute you were I was going. I mean, Kobe kinda of threw you off, but it was good. You no. you got yeah.
3: You did. It, I mean, I would <laughs> say that, and uh, in fairness, I'm not sitting up straight either, but that was the first time John had excellent posture. Mm, in, right. Oh, now Shane's stretching. <laughs> like, I've, been I've been wearing like um, yoga pants this whole time and going like, oh, my fat roll has just been over the top of the pants this entire time. This is why <laughs> podcasts are awesome.
2: Yeah. Awesome. And <laughs> the snacks.
3: But you like squared up to the mic and was like, okay,
2: honey. Oh, yeah. ready oh for I got this? it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah. I am I like that. All but right,
1: Kobe. All right, so Kobe. my gripe my gripe comes courtesy of the National Grand Old Party Twitter account. So over the weekend, we had St. Patrick's Day, right? March 17th is one of my favorite days of the week, or of the year, I'm sorry. <laughs> and it'd be great if it was it happened every year. And uh, so, you know, everybody's tweeting about... All of this, you know, Irish history and all this good stuff. But not the GOP. They don't know how to keep it classy, man. So seventeenth, so what do they what do they post? They post a tweet with Beto O'Rourke, who recently announced his candidacy for presidency. They post a mugshot from his nineteen ninety-eight DUI.
5: Oh my god.
1: Right? And uh, they say, you know, this message, blah, 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 brought to you from noted Irishman, blah, 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 you know, whatever uh, Beto's uh, given name is, O'Rourke, right? And they put this, like, stupid little green hat on his head. So the thing that got me about this tweet was, like, number one, it's racist. Like, Irish, Irish people are just drunks. Like, that's, that's what that tweet's saying, right? Noted Irishman Beto O'Rourke. And, you know, here's his DUI photo. Like, oh, good. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. That's, that's terrific that we're going to go out there and call all Irish people drunks. Like, wonderful. But beyond that, it's like, guys, this is coming from the national account the national gop tweets this out this terribly awful un, it's just like oh it just pissed me off so bad man it was like are, are these guys serious right now are they serious and the thing that made me the most angry is they act like oh these democrats you know like look at this get this guy's dui photo like dude you want to talk about President Bush's DUI? You want to talk about you know like I could I could go down the list like more more recently like let's talk about Brett Kavanaugh's you know admitted you know struggle <laughs> <squee>. with alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, like you guys are gonna make light of the fact that people have this problem and then you're gonna act like it doesn't happen in your party. Like, it's a, it's a gross double standard and this is the national account, right? Like, this came from some communication director. Somebody thought that this was good and they sent it out. This is not some small county party somewhere, just some person who doesn't know what they're doing, doesn't know about social media etiquette. The national account. This is classless, man. Like, just, I couldn't believe it. So that's my gripe. Is like, up your game, GOP. Like, this is... Terrible, and if this is how 2020 is going to go, and this is the level that they're going to stoop to—that like, is, that's I, I it. I, I seriously cannot wait until the day after Election Day because this crap is just awful and then people want to both sides it right like i saw this guy on twitter locally was like both sides do this crap and it's garbage it's like no man that's a false equivalency like you do not see democrats putting tweets like this out like that's complete trash and he comes back at me with well i don't care if one does it more than the other they both do it like you gotta be kidding me bro it's, it's the same debate between 97% of climate scientists say that you know, climate change is real and that it's human-caused or whatever, right? Well, 3% say they don't. Well, let's have them debate because both of their, their points of view are equal, right? Like, no, that's a false equivalency, and that's exactly what that guy was doing. And it's just like, all right, man, like you live in your crappy little world where you think that you're the solution because both sides are doing it, right? right? It's not true. The Democratic Party is not doing classless things like that, but the grand old party sure is. Right. So that's my gripe.
2: What about
3: Mine Man, follows was... that false equivalency line as well. So that's why I'm jumping in here and inviting Perfect. myself in.
2: Do it.
1: So, Such good um, timing.
3: So this person that I've grown up with, whatever, I've really just gritted my teeth with some of the moronic things he's posted over the years. And, mm. and I, I really have. And this is what he posted today liberal logic, which I already just I love little. This
1: is a good way to
4: start. Here we go. OAC is going to be on this.
3: If your parents break the law to get you into college, you should be expelled. If your parents break the law to get you into America, you should receive a free education. And that bothers me that you can't see the difference between The current college scandal and people trying to seek asylum in our country.
1: Legally seek asylum. It is a legal thing that you can do. And you have to present yourself at the border to do it. You cannot do it in an embassy.
3: And the free education they're looking for is the most basic of education. They're not (laughs) looking to get into Stanford and USC. They're looking for some kind of reprieve from a really hard life in other countries. So I don't get how we label that liberal logic. I don't get that, but that's not logic. So that was my gripe. I've unfriended him, but then my husband's like, "Well, you're being immature and unfriending stupid." Mm-hmm. So Absolutely not.
0: Now no, I, way. no I think you have to. Like, well, now I'm, have I can't no. re-friend
3: him.
2: <laughs> you I've, can. That's, that's right. That's a good way to let unfriended. people know that they've been temporarily <laughs>
1: blacklisted.
3: I can't. I, yeah.
1: yeah. So, I unfollow people on Twitter that like. I knew we like trolling my tweets and like watching okay, what he I an was unfollow?
3: saying. Should I have unfollowed instead of like go no. immediately? You know throw what? A
2: how what I do change What's the him? How you passive see your
4: knowledge. Like Yes.
0: You know what I mean? And change Well, there's nothing really good You're not going to change people on social media. You don't media. just Yeah, up? I feel like
3: he's gotten more conservative Man. as the time has yeah, gone on. No.
4: Well, I, that's because oh, you're allowed to be more conservative. That means racist. confirmation bias. Like you're allowed to now to be more to speak.
3: Yeah, and and people. Well, and I'm reading the comments and everybody is taking him to task like well that doesn't that's apples and oranges Right. Mm -hmm. but he's sticking to his guns and so to me that's going why I can't read this anymore so the friend Christmas party could be really awkward (laughs) (laughs) but he's more my husband's friend anyways (laughs)
5: loser
4: (laughs)
3: yes yes. so that's my gripe
4: what about y'all gripe it up Go ahead, Shane. I don't know if I really have a gripe.
1: Yeah, you just got back from Hawaii. I got dude.
4: back from Hawaii. so Life's good. I'm in Hawaii. Oh. Right? It's been 10 years since I've been to <laughs> uh, Oahu. Uh huh. Right? And I'm I'm not saying it's a shithole, but it's shut, gotten pretty shut white, up, right? Dude. But it's a fucking shithole. <laughs> right. Right? Right? So, and everybody <laughs> knows. Are you, are you going full Trump right now? If you've I you've been know, there. Right? Is that look, what it
0: says? look, it says the guy that's been there. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Oh,
4: Hawaii
0: oh, sucks. I'm so sorry, bad. I've gone to Hawaii. No, come on. And, and, what and a th- dick. Here's what pisses me off:
4: is I've got family there, I've got some friends there, and you talk to them, and they want to blame it on the locals. Oh, right? what? They want to talk shit on the locals for like they're lazy. They live in grandma's land. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the like. The sure. fucking Condos, six hundred thousand there. Yeah, right? no, like a million. Right. Everything
3: has to come over on a barge. Right. A yeah. If like your grandma
4: owned land on Hawaii, you like, bet your ass like you would what? live on it. I don't <laughs> understand those big buildings in Honolulu. What the fuck they are, right? Like, you have real estate. Yeah, they're like big high rises. You, you have doctors, you know, nails, plumbers, electricians, but those are the only jobs there. You're not going to create manufacturing and ship <laughs> shit out of there. Right. Right. So, yeah. You know, the Except main, for bananas. The mainlanders keep moving there with their cash and they just drop mm. seven hundred thousand on a place and they don't do a fucking thing. Yeah, they right? don't even go to the house. They don't even go yeah, they don't even go there. You know what I mean? But they want to talk shit on the local people. Like
1: Yeah, so I, I noticed that's this actually same- a good gripe. I noticed the same exact thing. We went to Maui two years ago. Oh, look at this guy over here. Now I'm just playing. <laughs> to be fair, my parents paid for the plane ticket. We paid for the hotel. They paid for the plane ticket. That was the deal. Right. So I was subsidized. Jesus.
0: Huh. <laughs> Am I the only one that's not been to
1: Hawaii? It's nice. Yep.
3: I went in eighth grade.
1: But F so, off. So, off so this is what we noticed here. about Hawaii, right? <laughs> there are three kinds of people. There are the locals who are chill. They have the Aloha spirit, right? Right. They got it.
2: Well, except yeah. for they hate the. Every
0: Everyone people. that's there, yeah. I th- would. Th- that's fair. And, Actually, and I and do right legitimate. now. And that's legitimate. Kind
1: of. There are mainlanders who have moved there who have the Aloha spirit, right? Right. And then there are rich white people who are exactly what Shane's talking about who don't have the Aloha spirit. We got reamed by this old white guy because we walked from the public beach through this condo unit to our car parked on the street. Mm. He said he came to the fence after we were through and said, hey, you guys can't walk through here. We paid a lot of money to be here. I walked Ugh. through his condo unit. That's all I did. Well, In yeah, front you gotta the use
0: the ski resort, access.
5: and the ski resort <laughs> cut off.
1: So, so that's the so, kind of people so Shane's go, talking about right now. Let me Those go back people. to this. So I'm like,
4: so my family is saying, yeah, well, you know, if we get married, we, we don't want to raise our kids here. You know, the private schools are twenty five thousand. We're not sending them to public schools. <laughs> you know, and. So I'm like, what are the taxes (laughs) like here? It's got to be crazy. I'm thinking (laughs) on her $600,000 house, it was less than me on my $250,000. Oh, wow. And I'm like, I'll tell you what fucking needs to happen right now. If if you moved here in the last 25 years, your property taxes are going up four to five times. Uh If you're a local and you're here, it gets to stay where it's at. You know what I mean? That's in because yeah. they can't raise the, they can't raise the tax. I mean, can you imagine somebody that's just farming on their land on the North Shore, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, your property taxes are fifteen thousand a year now, right? I think. I and mean, you I, can't do that, but you can do that to the new. I don't see a way to do it. Do not it. see
3: how that is exactly what will happen in North Ogden. Right, a good that point. is exactly what will happen.
4: Well, but no, no, we you're the right. You're, you're exactly right. That's why you got to like take your cash and get the hell out. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: oh man Let it gentrify out. Let it gentrify Cash out Meg <laughs> What's your gripe Dan? I don't have a gripe Somebody grab some Gripe Gripe could be There's not enough uh, There's too much good TV How about that? Oh, too many good documentaries excellent. That's true Whoa. Right? Have you guys seen yeah. the new one? The Neverland one? I watched the Neverland I one I, and I couldn't And then there was another one it on. It. You couldn't make it through it? I couldn't
3: make it through it Because it's like
0: four hours long? No Jeez. because it's
3: heartbreaking.
0: breaking oh, uh, yeah. What? Was it
3: heartbreaking? It's yes.
0: I I had this conversation with my sister.
3: Oh, I just.
0: So I watched it and I was like.
3: I love Michael Jackson. I love
0: Michael Jackson. I too. love mm. Michael
3: Jackson, and so I the whole love time Michael Jackson. when they're talking about the relationship, you're like, let this and awesome, huh. let this be great, but you know that and like and they
0: got together and they made and no. it was
3: not a good ending. And so, so that's why... So are you listening
0: to but music you, anymore? Do you believe? Do you believe everything? Like I, I, I don't know. Like I don't know how to feel about the whole thing. Right? I watched it and I was like, part of me, like I kind of. Already, like, you kind of already, me, like, no. That cycle
3: of abuse doesn't just stop.
0: Right.
3: And if Michael was abused, yeah. most likely he became an abuser. There was something, but yeah. But I'm was not something... saying that's always the case, mm-hmm. but if you go by, you know, the the pattern.
0: You know what, I... But I just I, wanted
3: him to be a good guy, and instead he's yeah. like, weird mm-hmm, Michael Jackson. So, <laughs> and I love fever. What am I going to do? <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, the Michael Jackson thing, I can still listen to Michael Jackson. It, it, the, the, you can't tell people that. The, the Australian. Australian. After you do R. <laughs> Kelly and you find out why he wrote this
4: shit to the, some of these well. girls, like you're like, hey, mm. man, <laughs> ignorance yeah. is bliss, my friend. Ignorance
0: is bliss. Disgraceland.
4: Have you listened to any Disgraceland podcasts? No, no. And Jerry Lee Lewis, it makes it awful. Yeah. And speaking of podcasts, my new favorite one is Crime Junkie. Oh, oh, that's good to know. Those two chicks yeah. are badass. They tell, listen to it when you're going to sleep. You're okay. fucking be shivering. You're scared out of your fucking way. I need,
3: I need a new one. What it's, about that the other murders, documentary? one episode,
4: one, it's like a 30 minute of a
0: murder. She just tells the story of it. Oh.
3: Ooh, that's good. Okay.
0: There's another documentary on HBO about the lady with, she was like the next Steve Jobs. Have you guys watched that yet? No, no, I did that. I listened to the podcast Dropout. Oh my God, Theranos. Yeah, Theranos. (laughs) Katie Holmes. What the shit? Okay, write it down. You got to write that. Yeah, you got to watch that shit. No, no, the
4: podcast is better.
0: The podcast is better. It's called Dropout. I I don't know. She's in jail, right? She's uh, she's uh uh, she got arrested. She's not. And she's in like the whole trial thing is gonna be Yeah, the Theranos thing. Yeah. What? I'm
4: putting it down. She was like, I talked to our friend that works at IHC about it. And I was like, because I know they analyze. He's like, wow. yeah, we invested.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh they okay. got, so got this him. See, is, this
3: is what I need. Thank you. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, that's my That break. dropout was good. That's Prime Junkie,
3: what, too. Okay. It's like
4: five episodes of 30 minutes. They're easy to listen. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm.
3: That's my thing. I just finished the cold podcast. Yeah. So I need a new so We're so talking I quit about like
4: episode like 17. Is <laughs> it Keep On Going? <sighs>
3: I totally know what you're feeling like they drew it out way longer yeah. than it needed to be like ended it like they all died I kind of
4: I kinda no, went I like,
3: hear you but it was, totally it was it was good at the end or no No it's sad and no. <laughs> You know, help but domestic. But that's like violence. five
4: months of my life. Every Wednesday morning, going to work.
3: <laughs> I think it's okay to recommend a, a, other podcasts. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I,
0: I'm a, not sure what you guys are talking about right now.
3: Cold is the one put on by KSL about the disappearance of Susan Powell.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, my never, wife will shut up about yes. that thing. Ne- I can't think of any <laughs> no, other no, well. <laughs> podcast
3: that has audio like that,
4: dude. I'm just oh like, that, yeah. Right. All those Cold, like it freaks you out, dude. Mm-hmm.
3: Was, and she's I,
0: dead, right?
3: That's Now she's in absentia. She's dead in absentia. Where's that? She's absent. Living in so the her the body. they never found the body.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. But, but I remember
3: what? working the day that um, that he her. murdered his sons. Oh. And that insanity. And then, uh, you
1: know. Didn't, didn't he blow up the house?
3: Yeah, he blew up the house on Super Bowl Sunday. Right. So we're supposed to be covering. I was at Fox, and so we're supposed to be. You know, covering the Super Bowl, and instead we've got to figure out how we're going to do both. But because he
1: was in Washington State at that point. Yes. Mm
3: -hmm. And the other great part was. Every day, they thought they'd found Susan Powell's body. Oh, yeah. So right before our friggin' shows would go on, they'd go, we've, we we've found the body. <laughs> so we'd, like, kill the show, get ready to go live. Oh, we no. Killed it. All the stuff goes red. It was rad. a <laughs> bag of dead kittens on the side of the road. Uh, and we'd just, like, oh, um, kill just the Just reported show. the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then another time, was a dead guy in a barrel. All these... Dead people that were really you're like, dead. you're
0: not Susan Powell. You're not, and I'll tell you're them, like, not that not white Susan lady Ryan. we were looking that's for. Exact. Get out of right. here, you Mexican guy that was in a. Yeah, I, you know that one. Yeah, oh get out of here. I didn't want to say the mean thing that they said. Yeah, it's, it was
3: everybody yeah. freaking out, and uh, then uh, oh, yeah,
0: oh, oh, my oh the news is racist.
3: It was because then they said, H- Oh, it's guys. they literally said it's just a dead Mexican in a barrel.
1: Just wow, wow. <laughs> and so then it <laughs> that's terrible.
3: It didn't even.
1: Oh.
4: In the dark. You gotta... <laughs> in the dark. Well, first I episode, a documentary First episode. The in the dark. In the dark. In the dark. And let me know what you think. Wait, what is I this about? Oh, I podcast? was crying in my car. Now
3: that I know that you love true crime, I can Wait, what is this crime. about?
4: <laughs> the dark. No. That's the reason you have a, a sex offender... Sexual...
0: Oh, is this like, that no one like, that you told me about no when things. we were with Cecile? And yeah, I don't like. It, I don't like you were, Ask your wife. She loved it. it. Yeah, yeah. She loved, loved it. I guarantee you. No, I don't know. You don't no. like real shit. No, mm, no. Nope. I'm terrible too. Too real. <laughs> too real. Nah. Too real. Because because then you because then you like are like oh every time I'm alone in the dark somebody's gonna <laughs> rape me and shit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I want to be on guard. I'm ready. It's not gonna yeah. happen. No, I'm not ready. Do not come and trap me down. I'm ready.
0: My body. Is ready I'm not now. ready. I will
3: injure people. Do not come to my home. Uh, it's true, dude,
1: like Maddie has been going to the, like the the MMA gym full yeah, down down yeah. Ogden. and like dude, I would not try and make right. a move on my wife. Dude like she will bust your balls and like make you pay for it. Like I'm pretty awesome. sure my, I'm pretty sure my wife could beat me up.
3: I'd pay
0: money. That is that. awesome. She's legit. The Foley's gym, the one with <laughs> yeah. the guys in the.
4: Oh
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah that sounds like a
3: lot of work, though. Dave's,
0: like, Dave's a cool guy. Drive by it and dudes are like
4: totally killing it. You're like.
3: Yeah, it sounds like a lot guys. of work. It's like a,
4: it's like 109 <laughs> out right now. I bet you it looks like 115 in there. Dude, I've been working out again. <laughs> you guys are bad.
0: You don't want to mess with me, Shane. Fuck you <laughs> <up>. <laughs> If you were wondering and you're still listening, you can find us at junctioncitypodcast.com. If you have any questions or comments, any show ideas or you want to get a hold of us and talk about you can do that through all of our socials Facebook, Twitter, Insta, and our email at Junction City or I'm sorry, Junction City Podcast at gmail.com. And Like we say every week. Like we say every week. Choo choo. All politics is local.